Welcome to Momming. We're your hosts, Rachel and Stacy, and we believe there's no better way to be encouraged through motherhood than by connecting with other moms. Oftentimes, we can lose our identity in motherhood. The constant exhaustion, piles of dishes and laundry, and the mental gymnastics can leave us feeling like we have nothing left to give, but nothing could be further from the truth. As moms, we've been tasked with not only helping to raise the next generation, but also to find our individual purpose in the everyday. Join us as we hear from moms just like you. Welcome to Momming. Welcome, moms. Today we are here to talk about community. We love community. We try to talk about it often on the show because it's one of the essentials in the mom world. Without community, you can feel isolated, alone, depressed, stuck, and really, really unhappy. Trust me, I know I was there. Community (laughs) is prescribed to us in the Bible by God. He says that we are the body of Christ, and when each person functions the way we're designed to, the result is a beautiful thing and encourages believers and actually draws unbelievers to the Lord too because they see us mm-hmm. enjoying each other mm-hmm. and how much how much joy it brings to our lives. So unfortunately in today's online culture, and let's not even mention the certain pandemic word here, <laughs> finding and sticking to in-person community can be really tough, especially for us busy moms. Today's guest, Josefina, Ayala. Ayala. Thank you. you. (laughs) Um, She's here with us today. She's a single mom who has an adult son, another son in junior high, and a six-year-old daughter. daughter. So sweet. She's in school full-time. Full or part-time? Full-time. Oh, my gosh. Ah, You go, girl. And she's a faithful volunteer at our church and just a great friend. So, Josefina, welcome to Mommy. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much for just having me and just um, just giving me the, this opportunity just to share with other moms that might be in the same um, boat that I'm in. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, we are super excited. I, I think when we talked about this subject, you immediately came to my mind. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I always just pray like, Lord, who do you want for these topics mm-hmm. as we're going through? And my, I kid you not, my mom texted me the next day and said, you know who you should have on your podcast? <laughs> and I went, thank you, Lord. That was easy. Like it just confirmed it. So yes. we're so excited to have you here and starting right off. Just to introduce yourself, um, to kind of share briefly the story of your life, growing up, getting saved, your adult years, having kids, where you are now. I know that's hard to condense into a little bit of time, (laughs) but just give us the highlights. (laughs) Okay, so um, I, it's kind of interesting, something that you probably don't know about me. I was actually born in Mexico and I lived there for five years. And when I was five years old, I was adopted. Mm. And so um, my mother... Her name is Martha. Mm. That adopted me. She, um, she was just really, really uh, good about taking us to church every mm. Sunday. That's what we did. We went to church, mm. and um, so I think that that really helped um, just impact the woman that I am, mm. and just um, maybe my own discipline of coming to church. Mm. And so I, I was adopted when I was five, and then when I was eighteen. Um, I just felt really, really unloved. Mm. Um, my mom adopted a lot of children. And so um, I just had already told myself, by the time I'm 18, I'm out of here. I'm mm. leaving my mother's home. I, I had that plan, and I did leave. And um, that was probably one of the worst decisions I have ever made in my life because mm. I spent the next four years just 
living a very prodigal life, Mm -hmm. um, very um, just always searching for love in men Mm -hmm. and um, just really just drinking and partying and Mm -hmm. that whole crazy lifestyle. So, um, and then when I was 22, I got pregnant with Jordan, Mm -hmm. my oldest son, Mm -hmm. and the Lord really used Jordan um, just to kind of like snap me back into what I had already believed about the Lord. When when my mom did take me to church, like I was, my brothers and sisters were always messing around, mm-hmm. but I was listening. Mm-hmm. I was listening and I understood and I wanted, like I memorized the books of the Bible. And mm-hmm. um, so I knew, you know, I knew at the Lord at a young age. And um, when I had Jordan, it just, I feel like God used Jordan to like, help me to stop looking for love in men mm. or to stop drinking and to stop partying. And I did stop. Mm. Um, thank you, Lord. Because <laughs> I was just such a crazy way to live. Mm. And just I hurt myself so much. And then um, I was a single mom with Jordan mm-hmm. for um, nine years. Mm. And at that time, I would work at night so that I could always um, just be there for Jordan. Like mm-hmm. I went on field trips with him. I went everywhere with him. Mm-hmm. I was dead tired because mm-hmm. <laughs> I worked like night shift. But um, and then I met my husband. I met Jaime mm-hmm. um, when Jordan was nine. And um, I was married uh, with Jaime for 11 years, almost mm-hmm. 12 years. Mm-hmm. And I feel that the Lord like makes me cry because mm-hmm. the Lord like, has put Jaime in my life, you know, mm. and in that time it was just a difficult, he's a difficult, difficult marriage, mm. I would say. And um, God really used Jaime to help me to learn to depend on God mm. with just the things that were happening in our home. Like I would come to church and I would just sit there and I would cry. Mm. Like people didn't know, like I during worship, I'd just be like in tears. Like, and I learned, I think, think that I learned how to love God mm-hmm. and to depend on God and to um, just to know that my satisfaction is never going to come from another person. Mm-hmm. And so um, unfortunately, um, we did end up getting divorced. It's n- something that I never mm-hmm. wanted, but it happened, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and so I just... Um, I'm thankful, you know, I can't say I have any regrets. I mm-hmm. With Jaime, I had two children, Francesca and Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that was just a hard part. And so now I've been um, in December, it's gonna be four years and I'm mm-hmm. a single mom <laughs> again. Yeah. I'm like, oh Lord. <laughs> yeah, it was something that I wasn't, definitely wasn't expecting, right. but, um, and so it's been, going to be four years and I want to say that you know these four years again like I feel that like through all the phases of my life that I could just look back and see how God has always been there Mm. God has just given me amazing people like I know we're talking about community amazing people Mm -hmm. um, that have loved me that have loved my children Mm. and um yeah, so I'm so thankful. I I um, love the community here at our church. Mm-hmm. I just feel that um, 
like God gave me Jordan, help me there. Mm-hmm. God gave me Jaime, help me here. And then in a new way, God's given me the people here at Calvary mm-hmm. Vista just mm-hmm. to get me through the season mm-hmm. of my life. And I don't, <laughs> I lack nothing. Yeah. So, what a blessing. Yeah. So Can you just share with us what you're studying in school? Why are you going to school? For yes. Time? Okay. So, when, um, when my divorce happened, um, just separation from the from the time that that I was separated to divorce and all of that. Um, one thing that um, God just really showed me and just really impressed upon my heart, um, I saw my children suffering. Mm. I saw them. Um, I just, I have a new love for children mm. because this life is hard. It's harsh mm-hmm. for all of us mm-hmm. as grownups. I know, I know how to call someone and say, hey, can you pray for me? Mm-hmm. I know, you know, um, not to be alone and go to my friend, but mm-hmm. children don't know that yet. Mm-hmm. They don't know. And many times I feel that children um, don't have a voice. Mm-hmm. Things happen to them and they're out of control mm-hmm. for them and they don't know how to get help and how to even speak. Mm-hmm. Like I saw that with Ezekiel, Ezekiel. Even to this day, mm-hmm. he doesn't talk about mm-hmm. just the pain mm-hmm. that I know that he holds mm-hmm. because of his family breaking up. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, well, so I just decided, I'm like, I'm just going to go to school mm-hmm. so that um, I'm studying sociology, mm-hmm. and which is very interesting, which <laughs> <laughs> is very interesting. But my end, my end um, goal is to, I, I think that I'm probably going to have to um, go and get my master's, mm-hmm. but my end game is to um, be like a child therapist, yeah. a child therapist, and really just be an advocate for children. Yeah. And if not that, like a marriage and family yeah. therapist. I'm like, I feel like, okay, either th- both both of those things are, are my passion. Yeah. You know, like I walked a hard life in marriage, so mm-hmm. I understand that. Mm-hmm. And like, just learning to depend on God through that. So yeah. that's one of those two things. We'll see yeah. what God does. It's, but. it's that biblical truth of God taking what was meant for evil and turning it into yes. something that glorifies him and blesses his people. I just yes. I just look at you and think what a, not easy, the road, no. but, but fruitful. Yes. For Worth. God's kingdom. Yes. Where it matters. Yes. Right? Yes. All that treasure. Yes. I'm coming over to your house ah. in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's fun. Like, you'll see me here. Yeah. Like, with the kids. Yes, um, all the time. I love the children. I yeah. love the youth. I just like, I just want to love them. And like last night I was here and there was just this girl just sitting there by herself. And here I am. I just talk to people. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hi. <laughs> and she just started talking to me. And I was just telling her, you know, I'm like, I know you probably think it's weird that I just came up and talked to you. I'm like, but I don't like to see outcasts mm. you know i think that in the body of christ we should all be together mm. you know and so i look for that and i feel that in many ways children are outcasts sometimes yes <laughs> absolutely wow okay so kind of going uh touching on a point that you yourself mentioned you know all mothers need community but as a single mom i've heard another single parent say the community almost becomes the second parent Yes. Um, is that true for you? And can you share with us some specific ways that the church or your group of friends or extended family members have filled in the gaps for you and your children? Yes. I think that, um, honestly, I would not be here, like I said, without the people that God has placed in my life, um, especially um, 
you know, being a single woman, single mother, um, there is like in, in divorce, like I always look at divorce as kind of a death, mm. you know, it is. Yeah. A death and in many ways for myself, I think it's worse than a death because you don't just have, um, a person that passed away and you can grieve and tuck all that away. It's something that something's always happening. Mm -hmm. You know, you, it's just always being rehashed and, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, Lord, when? But um, I have really amazing friends. My, um, my best friend, Beatrice, I know that I can call her. She's a Christian. She and her husband are Christians. I know I could call her right now and say, friend, let me come over. Mm. Or um, my hardest times are when my kids are with their father, which I'm thankful, you know, that he didn't just abandon them, mm -hmm. you know, so I, I always thank God for that. But then when they're gone, I'm just like, oh, like, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> my house is so quiet, like, <laughs> you know, and um, so God has just sent me um, them. And then another, um, another thing that I know helps me a lot, just, did you ask me about in the loneliness? Um, that's the next point. Oh, but if you want to go there, we can. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, uh, one thing that God, I just feel that has really placed in my heart just, you know, for when I am feeling lonely or, um, I'm maybe just not feeling well, I've, I feel like the Lord has just shown me like, it's not okay for me to be by myself. Mm. I have, I'm not going to lie. I have had those days where I have just stayed just sitting there in my little home and I'm just like looking around. I'm just like, just crying. <laughs> yeah. And I force myself, I mm. force myself to get out of there. Um, you guys see me here at church so much mm -hmm. because I know, you know, that when I'm by myself, that that's when the enemy attacks mm. my mind, mm. attacks my thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so I'll come here and like um, Kathy and Sherry, they're so awesome. Like on Fridays, that's when my children go. Mm. Sometimes I'll just show up. Hey, guys, you guys need coffee? Yeah. Want coffee? And so it's just um, it's just really um, awesome. Awesome. Mm. Just all the people that. God has placed in my life and mm. surrounded around me. Mm -hmm. And I, I know that um, um, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things, I used to have a different life first before mm -hmm. I got divorced. Mm -hmm. And then after I got divorced, um, the verse that I've clung to is when, um, when it says it in John chapter six, I think when Jesus was was teaching to a multitude of people, it says disciples, and then the twelve come to him afterwards, and a lot of the other people that were listening were like, "We're out of here. Mm -hmm. Those things that you're saying are too hard for us to do." Mm -hmm. And Jesus looks at the disciples and he tells them, "Like, are you guys going to leave also? Mm -hmm. Are you you can go? You know, are you guys going to leave?" I'm paraphrasing, <laughs> but. <laughs> But um, Peter, you know, he stands up and says, where would we go, Lord? Mm. Where? You are the one mm -hmm. that has the words of eternal life. Mm -hmm. And I feel that's my new life verse. Mm. Where would I go mm -hmm. besides the Lord's house, mm -hmm. God's people? This is in, in your question. Now I remember it. In many ways, um, the church 
has become mm-hmm. a second parent mm-hmm. from from my for me a, a husband. Mm-hmm. God is my husband, mm-hmm. but just God has brought me those people to comfort me. Mm-hmm. Um, God has brought people to comfort my children, mm-hmm. like Francesca. Oh my gosh, that girl's crazy, <laughs> right? She's crazy. She's so we sweet. love her, <laughs> but she. Um, there are times when. Um, Unfortunately, for whatever reason, she never really tells me, but there's times where she just refuses to go to her father's house. Mm. And she's like, no, I'm not going. And she won't go. Mm-hmm. But she'll know that I'm coming here. Oh, let's go to church. Mm-hmm. And all of her friends are here. So mm-hmm. just this community, I feel that in the absence um, for me of a husband, in the absence for my children of a father in the home, this community here at Calvary Vista Mm. is our family, Mm -hmm. is our family. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I can show up anytime. Mm -hmm. Everyone always seems happy to see me and I'm happy (laughs) to see them. So yeah, so it's it's amazing. You guys here bless me Mm -hmm. and um, help me to be who I am. Mm. So I think it's a two way street for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. your so, joy just yes exudes so joyful yeah. and it's a genuine like spirit-filled joy it's it's not definitely not something yeah. you're putting off it's yeah. just this deep you know i think again i think of another reason we just wanted to have you on i think people can hear that even through the airwaves yeah. mm-hmm. just your joy and um the faithfulness of god in your life yes. it's incredible yes yes it's crazy because um i was talking to my friend the other day and God blows my mind away, blows my mind away. Because when I was married, Jaime, in many ways, he was um, he's very controlling over mm. just things. And, you know, and that was fine. You know, like I said, I clung to the Lord then. But I was telling my friend, like, oh, I just bought a new dresser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I have a drawer for my underwear, a drawer for my socks, mm-hmm. a drawer for my bras. <laughs> and before, everything was just shoved in one drawer. Mm-hmm. And she looked at me. She's like, you know what? It's so amazing that when you we're married, it's like, it's almost like, I don't know, I don't know, it's it's almost like you didn't have everything that you needed. Mm. And now that you're single, (laughs) you bought a new couch, you Mm. bought a new table, you got a new dresser, and and God blows my mind away. I'm like, Mm. I always think like, I don't have very much money, Mm -hmm. you know, and and God has been faithful. And I think because, you know, I see how good God is to me, I'm so thankful. Mm. I'm like, and that's where my joy comes from mm. is from just seeing God mm-hmm. in every aspect of my life. Mm. That's good. So, so we talked a little bit, you talked a little bit about being feeling alone in that yes. in that season of loneliness and um you know, isolation, it's a nasty tactic yes. of the enemy, you know, and it, it works so well mm. <laughs> most of the time, right? Uh we feel like we're, people don't accept us that we're not worthy of relationships and you know you touched on how you've struggled with this how you've overcome it but what would you say to the mom right now that's going through that i i would just say that um that those that loneliness even in marriage i was lonely Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and um i just 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 when you asked me that I, i think of that scripture you know that says for him for that, per- I'm always paraphrasing. Sorry, God. No, that's good. <laughs> we need, we like for, paraphrasing. <laughs> okay, so for the person th- that knows to do good and he does it, it's good. But if the person that 
you know, does not do it to him. It is sin. And I just Mm -hmm. think not that isolating is sin. It's definitely not. Mm -hmm. But I know, you know, um, that as women of the word, like we know, you know, that God, you know, that we're a part of this body Mm -hmm. and to isolate myself from what God has created. Mm. Should I do that? No, Mm. not really. And honestly, I I force myself. Mm. So I would say to that woman out there, you know, that God, you know, is with you in all your loneliness, whether mm. you're married, whether mm-hmm. you're single, with whether however you find yourself, mm. and that, you know, just look to God's word, look to God's people, and to sometimes it, it hasn't felt comfortable right. for me to to be certain places like um I've I have felt like you know, coming from being married mm-hmm. and doing everything God's way and being in marriage and having kids and all of that, and then being divorced, mm-hmm. I felt, and certain people have said stuff to me like, mm-hmm. um, that's just uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I've maybe felt embarrassed at first, mm-hmm. you know, that here I am, I'm a single mom and I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. And people are probably like, oh, why is she divorced and this, this, and that. And I think that, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, um, you know, we have to live our life really to honor God mm. and to glorify God and not to really to really not care mm. so much what people think about us, Amen. you know. And so for me, um, I think that um, as single women, there is a, um, is it a stigma mm-hmm. where you, even as a Christian yeah. that people could look down upon you mm-hmm. because right. God hates divorce, you know, and, yeah. and people have looked at me like, hmm, mm, you know, yeah. and, um, but not to really not care and right. to, um, honor my life with the Lord and mm. just get out there, yeah. make myself. Mm. And, um, I would say to that woman, make yourself mm. get out there, find a way to serve in your church, find a way, um, to have godly friends, mm. you know, that are going to be there for you no matter what. Mm. And that's what I would say. That's what I do. I just like um, show up on Friday afternoons to visit my friends. <laughs> that's what I do. That's good. I like so. how you said that sometimes it's uncomfortable and sometimes we can let uncomfortability be a roadblock. Yeah. But I think in this situation when we're talking about community, it needs to absolutely be something that we just step over in faith, yes. knowing that God will, will meet us. Yes. yes. So thank you. I can't believe I'm saying this, but our time is up already. Okay. <laughs> I know it was such so much good. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could just keep talking and we could just keep I going could. because <laughs> it's all I been could. like it's all been really like gold. Um, such a treat again to hear your thank story you. and um, to hear of God's faithfulness in your yes. life. Moms, thanks for tuning in to this episode. We hope you are enjoying the show. If you've been blessed or encouraged by any of the content, if you could just rate or review the show through your podcast app of choice, this helps us reach more moms who um, may not only need to be encouraged, but also need to hear about the love of Jesus and that he has a plan for them and their families. So remember to never mom alone. Don't mom alone. We'll see you next time. Thank you.